Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to this first podcast from myself for 2021. Today's topic is really around compassion, especially during these times of COVID, that is showing compassion to each other, to others, and to ourselves. I think compassion is something that is certainly important in terms of being empathic with others, uh, understanding what others might be feeling, what others might be going through, especially during these uncertain times, especially given that we've had nine, ten months, nearly a year uh, of uncertainty and the duration of that uncertainty has run on and on. So it, it is a, uh, a time where we really need to be aware of how others are coping around us, how others are go going. Do we need to reach out to other people? Do we need to uh, to help? Do we need to, I guess, show gratitude for perhaps the things that have gone well for us during 2020 that might not have gone so well for others? And it's only if we use reflective practice often and think about, become mindful about what other people around us might be going through, whether that's in our personal lives or in our work-related lives, that we might be able to uh, really dig a bit deeper and show the compassion that is necessary. Now, compassion to me is not about rescuing people. A lot of what compassion is about, I believe anyway, is about helping others help themselves. And that is helping them build their resilience, helping them build their self-regard, helping them look at what they can do and what they have been able to do and not just what they might not have been able to do and what they couldn't do and what went wrong in their lives, but what is going right? What are the strengths they've got? And to assist them to build on those and utilise those in times when things are tough, in times when things are uncertain and in times when things are unusual and, uh, and can be quite, uh, quite a challenge for us. And I think part of that helping others to help themselves is helping them see the barriers, the hurdles that might be there for them that they are experiencing in life as challenges rather than debilitating problems. And it is important what we say to ourselves about things and the attitude that we take towards things. We sometimes grossly underestimate how important our affirmations are, what we are telling ourselves about the situations we are in. Epictetus, wise old Greek philosopher back in around about 34 AD, scribed on a stone tablet that something like, life is not about happenings, but what we tell ourselves about those happenings. So they knew way, way back then that it is what we tell ourselves about the situations that we encounter on our life journey, not so much just about what those actual situations are, but if we are telling ourselves that a situation is terrible, awful, it's shocking, this shouldn't be happening to me, why is this happening to me, why is life so unfair for myself or others, then we can get ourselves quite depressed, quite anxious and engender a lack of control into our lives, a lack of self-control, a lack of a sense of control over the way we need to feel about things, the way we need to think about things, and the way we need to behave to get the most out of our life and to do the very best that we are capable of doing in the situations 
that may be facing us at the moment or may in fact face us into the future. In being compassionate with others, it's not just about being sympathetic, not just about saying, oh, you poor thing, oh, that's terrible and awful, and especially not things like, I don't know how you cope with that. That would be terrible and awful. I'm glad that's not happening to me uh, because they can be very, that can be very debilitating for other people to hear and just propagate the fact that, oh, this is terrible, this is a catastrophe, this is shocking, this is awful, even if it's not. It might just be a hurdle, it might be a barrier, it might be a challenge, that if we can resolve it, can actually build our resilience and build our solution focused, build our problem solving moving into the future. Uh, it is very important that we show empathy towards others. And empathy is trying to understand how others are experiencing a situation. And that is commonly what we call being with someone. And often when we are really genuinely compassionate with someone else, we spend time trying to understand what it is they are experiencing. So empathy is not always about fully understanding where they're at. As human beings, we're incapable of doing that. Every now and then we can. But we can't always put ourselves totally in someone else's view, uh, shoes, uh, with their view of life at the moment, because they've had different life experiences. They have grown up with a whole vastly different range of things that have impinged upon them, of experiences they've had, of situations they've faced, and with different parents, with different schooling, with different friends. And that leads then to a whole range of different attitudes and different beliefs that we all grow up with. And they sort of sit there, if you like, in our brain, in our mind. And when things happen, often automatically they turn on. And when they turn on, they tell us things about happenings. This is terrible. This is awful. Or mm, this is not real good, but this is an opportunity for me to learn, to grow. And yes, it's a pain in the butt, but it is an opportunity for me to learn and grow. So some people grow up with a growth mindset. Others grow up with that fixed mindset that if they can't fix something, then there's something wrong with them. They're hopelessly useless and life is terrible and awful. And a, a compassionate view is being with someone though. It is, it, it is trying to really understand as much as we can about what they are experiencing. So that is a lot about asking Socratic questions. Well, what happened? Why do you think it happened? What were the consequences for you? How did you feel about what uh, was happening or what is happening? Um, and we ask those questions and then we also try and validate for them that we have heard what they're saying. And to do that, we can reflect back to them. So if I've heard you correctly, then you're experiencing a sense of helplessness, a sense of hopelessness in moving forward, because every time you try and work out a solution to this thing, you come up against a barrier, you come up against uh, a hurdle. Uh, and I understand that that must be very difficult for you and you're having real problems with that. It's starting to to eke away at your self-regard. And that is being with someone, that is really trying to understand what they are experiencing. And what we need to do with someone, if we're truly compassionate with them, is allow them time to get out a lot of that pent-up frustration, that pent-up anxiety, 
that pent up worry, that pent up concern, maybe pent up anger that they're feeling about a situation. Let them get them out, get it out before we actually do with. So we need to be with first up. And often if we spend 80% of the time we've got with someone being with them and understanding them and letting them vent, letting them get out what's happening for them, trying to understand, feedback to them what we're hearing, then we can actually do with them rather quickly. And doing with is about finding the solutions and helping them find the solutions. And what we might say to someone there is something like, well, given what you've been experiencing, what do you think are some solutions you could try? What do you think are some ways out of this uh, that you could try? Let's just have a little brainstorm at the moment about the different things you might be able to do to get them to try and focus on a constructive, positive solution to what is happening. And if they get stuck, then what we can do is we can prompt them. Well, look, what I've heard that some people have done in a similar situation is they've tried these things and we might prompt them. And given what I've just said, what, what do you think might work for you? Uh, just help guide them. So in that way, we're acting as a coach or as a guide, not as some know-it-all that we know what is best for them because we don't. We can be compassionate, we can be empathic, and we can feel for them, but we don't necessarily know what's best for them. They need to come up with an answer and try something themselves because what they need to do is they need to start rebuilding their self-regard, their sense of control, their self-efficacy, their belief in themselves to be able to resolve issues when they occur in their life. And so what we're trying to do when we are truly compassionate with someone is we're trying to build their self-efficacy. We're trying to help them build their resilience so that they take ownership. So they get start to gain back and claw back a sense of, I can deal with this. I can cope with this. I can find a solution to this. I can gradually work my way out of this. And if we can compassionately do that with someone, we are doing them an enormous favour. Because I believe as a psychologist that one of the greatest gifts we can give people is to actually help them build their self-efficacy. Now, as I said, in regards to situations like COVID, we might have coped rather well. We may have faced certain situations through COVID. We may have found ways through it. And we may have even increased our wealth, let's say. We may have, uh, our business may have, have grown during it. I have been one of those fortunate businesses that during COVID, because people couldn't travel, for example, actually grew and expanded. But a lot of people won't be in that situation. A lot of people could be in a situation or could have been in a situation of lockdown without a lot of family. Uh, around without a lot of support around. They may have been on JobKeeper or JobSeeker and that is going to end shortly and they may not be terribly certain about their employment opportunities moving forward. People could be feeling guilt and self-blame if they've lost their income, if they've lost their vocation, their work uh, during COVID uh, because their organisation was struggling and felt they needed to put them off so they may have lost their job. So it is making sure that we see the world and try and understand the world from their perspective of what is happening with them 
not from our own perspective, because we may be thinking, well, look, life's been pretty good. Life's been pretty fine. And you also ought to be pretty grateful for the way you've come through this. But there may be real sticking points for them. They may have got into some very irrational, some negative beliefs, some irrational self-talk that really has then interfered with their ability to behave in a constructive manner and to emotionally control themselves well so that they can emotionally regulate and their anxiety levels, their feelings of hopelessness and depression may have increased and gone through the roof. So from a compassionate perspective, what we might also be suggesting to people if they really are struggling and maybe have been struggling for quite some time, and we don't feel that we're really able to assist or help enough, is we might suggest that they do get some help from a professional counselling service, from psychologists, for example, or go and see their doctor and get a mental health plan so that they can see a psychologist to help them work through in a constructive manner what is actually happening with them so that hopefully they can start to develop more of a growth mindset that says, that life won't always go the way I would like it to. But what can I learn from that? What can I learn from the hard times? How can I get through the hard times with sometimes a little bit of hit and miss decision making? Some of the things I do may work. Some of the things I do may not work. Some of the things that I might get involved in, I can control. And some of the things I might get involved in, I might not be able to control so much, but I can give it my very best shot to get through. And a growth mindset also says that if someone else is doing better than we are in a particular time in their life and our life, try not to get upset about that and to feel, well, we're not as good as they are uh, or get jealous about what is happening. But sit back, take a deep breath, become mindful and say, what can I learn from perhaps the way they're going about themselves? What are they doing? How are they going about themselves? How are they thinking? How are they behaving during these times to seeming to be in a better space than I am? They seem to be not striving as much as I am during these times. They seem to have a far better attitude. They seem to be more positive and more optimistic during these times than I am. So being compassionate, I think, is helping others to help themselves. And that is means giving time. It means not being a smarty pants and always having the answers. It means listening and helping others where possible get the answers themselves and rebuild their sense of control and rebuild their self-regard and their self-efficacy, belief in themselves to do what is necessary to get through life as well as they can. Now, in having said all of that, what I'm now going to suggest is that you use a little bit of reflective practice yourself and a little bit of mindfulness and reflect upon the fact of are you showing yourself self-compassion? Are you showing yourself the sorts of compassion that I've just said might be really useful to show to others? Are you cutting yourself some slack? Are you looking at what you can do and what you have been able to do during these trying times and not just what you can't do and haven't done? Have you sat back and reflected upon some of the achievements, the things that you have been able to achieve, the things that you may have done for others that might you may have let slip by without saying, hey, that was nice that I did that for my friends, for my family, for my workmates. It really is very important 
important that you do reflect upon those issues and those things so that you are showing yourself self-compassion. So my suggestion is that you make time, the end of each day, the end of each second day, but certainly at least once a week, but I would suggest more often than that, to sit down and go through a little bit of a gratitude journal with yourself. And this can be writing down what you are grateful to yourself for, that you have done, that you have been able to achieve, the effort that you made, not just the outcome, but the effort that you have put into things, the things that you've thought about, the things that you've tried to do well, that you have put energy and effort in, whether they worked out or not, I don't care. It's the fact that you put energy and effort into it. And if they worked out, beaut. Make sure that you give yourself at least an imaginary pat on the back for that. And if they didn't work out, are there things that you can learn from it or do you just need to really that you didn't have enough control at the time and you gave it your best shot, but it didn't seem to go your way? And sometimes that's as good as it gets in Hollywood. That is the journey. Life is not always fair to us. But make sure that you do reflect upon what you have done uh, and what you can do. Because remember, you need to keep yourself in good psychological health. You need to keep yourself with a good degree of resilience there so that you can then assist others and show compassion for others. Because it's only in showing compassion for yourself that you will keep your energy and your self-regard and your self-esteem and your self-efficacy high enough to then be able to show compassion rather towards others. Otherwise, you will struggle. You might have mental health problems yourself and then it becomes very, very difficult to show compassion for others because we are so caught up in struggling with depressive symptoms or symptoms of anxiety ourselves or symptoms of stress that we might be experiencing. And we tend to become quite pessimistic towards life rather than optimistic. And it's very hard to be compassionate with ourselves or with others for that matter when we are very pessimistic and we get caught up in the negativity of what's happening and forget about the positivity of what is happening and what has happened. So there are some, I think, really important thought starters for this new year of 2021, because we're not sure what it's going to deliver. We know that there certainly will still be some uncertainty for quite some time moving forward, whether that's in our personal life or in our work-related life, when we're going to have to be flexible, adaptable, and we're going to have to be solution-focused and optimistic and make the most of the situations that we encounter as we go through this year of 2021. If in doubt, if you feel that you are struggling, if you feel that you've tried a lot of things and it's not working, I would really encourage you very much to use your employee assistance program if you've got one, and that could be well with us in Veritas. Uh, and if not, and if you don't have one, to utilise a mental health plan through a general practitioner. Remember Lifeline is there. Remember Beyond Blue is there. There are a lot of support systems that are there. And if you really believe that you're, you're wits end uh, and it's just, you feel it's not worth going on, then make sure that you get assistance through Triple O or that you go immediately to the Accident and Emergency Depart Department of your hospital to get immediate help and an assessment of where you're at. Hopefully, 
not many of you are in that space, but if you are, remember you're important to look after. Take action sooner rather than later. But for most people, try and be proactive and preventive as much as you possibly can. Use podcasts, read books. Change Your Thinking is a great book to work out, written by Sarah Edelman. It's a great book to be able to peruse, to work out how our thinking works, how our belief system, how distorted thinking styles can creep in and help us being compassionate with ourselves and certainly stop us being compassionate with others if we don't understand how our own mind work is really important. The brain is a wonderful friend when it works for us. It becomes a pretty potent enemy if it turns that energy on us. So all the best, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I, I do hope that you have got something out of it. You may have learned something a little new, or at least it's a refresher for just how important our thinking is, our behavior is, and certainly our emotional regulation is in showing compassion for others. Remember, be with others, give time. It's a great gift. It's a gift we all have and come at situations often with others with not from an attitude of, do I have time? But from a compassionate attitude of, do I have not, do I not have time to listen to this person because it's going to be very, very important or could be very, very important to them moving into the future. So take care, everybody. All the very best for 2021. And we'll catch up with you next month for the next uh, episode of the Insight Veritas podcast. Oh,